0: We're gonna get started and pretend this is a podcast. Um, um, So this would be number 109 in our normal podcast numbering system. And um, I don't know, it may be that even though this is audio only, because I just don't do video, I get too distracted and I lose my train of thought um maybe this might be a way to go in even though audio only live stream on facebook so when we're done with it um let me know what you guys think about what you'd like to do because i'd rather do it the way you want to hear um than um than what i need to do meaning i'll do whatever works best for you guys i guess um is what i can uh say so, um, so when we get through this today, we'll figure out where we want to do moving forward with it. Um, and see, um, so it's today is, I don't know, it's the 25th of March. Has anybody else lost track of time and not know what day it is? I only know it's Wednesday cause it's podcast day and it's trash day. Other than that, it is all kind of, kind of run together, um, to where I don't know what day is going on. Um, but business still churns along. We still have to to pay the bills and all that. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about what I have been doing and then um, what I hope you guys can do also to, um, to be able to um, move forward. So I have been doing more Merchant Fulfilled, um, definitely. Though I've only made one Merchant Fulfilled sale. And it's probably because I have the same products still in the warehouse at Amazon and those are going first. And then hopefully once they're done there, the Merchant Fulfilled will pick up here. So, um, so the, um, the whole deal is I should not look at chat because now I'm confused. Um, Judy's asked me if I'm recording. I, I'm assuming it is Judy. This is the first time I've done this I went through their process to set it up. I'm assuming they saved these, but I can't check now. So um, if anybody can tell me quickly how to check, I apologize. I am so embarrassed by this, but anyway. um, So that's, I've been, uh, um, I have been uh, definitely been working on Merchant Fulfilled i have been working on um on um ebay and here's my dilemma and i'm just going to tell you guys what i'm thinking because it might be questions that you're thinking i'm using joe lister to move my amazon listings over to ebay so i don't have to recreate them okay i'm not using the multi-channel fulfillment i am using um just to get the listings and the images over because it is pretty quick, even though I edit them a bit and clean up some things, it's way faster than making new listings. So, um, so I, I'm on the plan that I think it's 2495 a month and it's a hundred listings moved over. So I'm at 99 right now that I've moved over from, um, Amazon over to eBay. So I'm, I'm sitting here debating, do I like wait until I have like, I know three solid days that all I can do is move listings over, um, which will bump me into the next, um, pay plan, which is $50 a month. And that's up to 250 listings do. And then do I get those 250 up because I have enough to do it? Um, and then do as Duke Clampett suggested in the group was like unhook Joe Lister from eBay so they can't communicate and then cancel them, which I thought was a genius idea. I mean, I'm not using the whole side of the fulfillment thing or anything. I, it's only to do it um, um, to get the listings over. So I'm, I'm debating that one. Um, whether I just bite the bullet and pay that for the one month to get away a whole bunch of listings over, but I need to be prepared, um, um, to get them over. Um, so I don't lose time and only pay for one month of that turnover. And then part of me says, well, maybe we'll be able to ship in in two weeks, but my gut is saying, no, we won't. I'm saying it will be the end of April, probably before we are able to ship in, um, to Amazon. And I don't want to sound like an alarmist, but I'm kind of trying, um, to, um, to be realistic. So that's one dilemma I'm at. Okay. So would do I do that or not? And I don't have a decision, but when I figure out what I'm going to do, I'll let you guys know. Um, I, I personally would not trust amazon to ship our multi-channel fulfillment out in a timely manner right now so if you are using that option uh, make sure you adjust your handling time on those other marketplaces to allow for that Um, it's not worth the negative stuff that's going on um, in the delays in shipping so um So the next thing um, that's so I'm going to work more on eBay. However way I do it, going to get I'm going to go through the stuff that is sitting in the living room, which is you know all the stuff that was going to be shipped in in the next two weeks because I ordered right before I left on vacation. So vacation, my twelve hours in L.A. um, before, um, so it would be here when I got back. Well, it's here and now I can't ship it in. So. Um, I'm going to go through and the stuff that is financially reasonable to, uh, m- merchant fulfill, I will do that. And then, um, the things that, um, are viable for eBay, I will get them listed there and all that. So that's the plan. I have not done anything on any other platforms, um, just because, um, because that's, the way it is. There's only so much time and energy in a day. And I think it's more energy. Um, I just have kind of lost my mojo on all this. And I bet a lot of you are feeling that way. But I also realized we have bills to pay and uh, we have to keep moving. Um, Ron has not done um, anything moving towards eBay. He thought about that. And I think this weekend um, we'll work on it a little. He's had to work um, normal hours, including Saturdays at the place he works um, having to find his own hand sanitizer and wipes and take those to work and all that. It's kind of unconscionable that that's happening. Um, So um, there's where we are on that. So that's what I'm gonna be doing. As far as um, um, reorders and how I'm handling that, I am only reordering things that are profitable to merchant fulfill or sell on eBay. So that means a lot of my stuff, it's not worth doing. You know, the, if I'm making $2 on an item, I I'm not going to spend that time listing those. I'm going to get the stuff that's, that is more valuable per time. You know, I always, you guys know I work, um, um, I work uh, based on an hourly rate for myself. So I have to do things that make that hourly rate. So, um, Shelly says, if you belong to Scanner Society, get 10 free Joe Lister listings. That's good to know. So, um, so here's the deal. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this as a stream of consciousness. Sorry guys. Um, With the whole Time Magazine interview yesterday. Um, First of all, before I, did the interview. I researched um, the um, reporter um, pretty thoroughly. Um, that, um, so she was on the up and up. She is uh, an economics and business reporter and she did a lot of coverage on COVID-19. Um, the, um, the interview went really well. It was almost an hour on the phone And she knew a little bit about how Amazon worked because she'd covered some things, but she was, um, very willing to listen to everything, which was great. So the first thing, um, she asked about was the usual, how long you've been selling, what do you sell all that kind of stuff. Um, she wanted links to some of my products and I said, no. And I explained why I said, it's too much of an issue. Um, in general with people trying to steal suppliers. So I said, no, you're not getting links. And I said, if that's a deal breaker, we can stop now. And she says, no, no, no. I said, you can just say I sell in the arts and crafts area. So she agreed to that. So um, the very first thing um, I got onto with her, cause she kind of then just wanted to hear what my issues were, was first of all, the, um, um, the uh, not being able to ship in and how that affects us. Um, and um, I explained about how most of us have our um, business procedures set up that we do not store inventory here for any period of time. It goes from us to Amazon or directly to Amazon. And um, she asked about that process, about how we do it and all that, which 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 was great, too. Um, And I said, now the people in my mastermind group, and that's what I called you guys. So if it comes out that way in print and the name was not given, but I said in my mastermind group are having to pivot on a dime, trying to deal with the inventory that they have coming in and all that and how to sell it. And I explained how we're working at uh, changing to merchant fulfillment. And I explained, it's not a simple process because not only do you have to change listings, you have to make sure you have packing materials and all that, and that wasn't our business model. So we're having to do that. And for many people who are um, in shelter at home issues or total lockdown issues, that's difficult if you can't get shipping materials and all that. And she is based in San Francisco, so she totally understands that because they're kind of in that kind of mess. uh, mess now. So we talked about that, how it is a major change to, um, business plans. It would be, you know, uh, it's, it's huge. So then we moved into, um, how is Amazon treating you through this? Ha <laughs> Did she open a can of worms there? And, um, I explained to her, how about, you know, Bezos is sending on all these great, uh, emails to their customers about what they're doing and about to their employees about what they're doing. And I will post a link when we're done about the Amazon news site. And she did not know about this one, which made me feel good that a time business reporter didn't know that this is where Amazon publishes like the news to their employees and all that kind of stuff. And they had the letter to the employees about what they're doing. And I said, conspicuously missing from all of this information, everywhere, is what is Amazon going to do to help third-party sellers? And she says, you mean they haven't said they're going to do anything? And I said, no, they have said absolutely nothing. And this was yesterday morning, so a little bit changed in the afternoon. I said, I can send you a copy of the email I got um, from them saying that they wouldn't accept shipments in after March 17th, et cetera. I said, but that's the last we've heard from them. And ironically enough, the emails I get from Amazon with those kind of message are all in British English. So prioritizing has an S, uh, center is C-E-N-T-R-E, all, all British spellings, and I can't figure out why. But, and I explained that to her, I said, I don't know why, but these are the messages, just, you know, go with it. Um, so I said, you know, we have heard nothing we've heard the only thing we've heard is they're shutting down until at least April 5th. Um, and that she found that really shocking. Um, and I said, that's not a surprise to any of us who are third party sellers on Amazon. We are, we are treated like we're, we're dispensable. We are the poor stepchildren. We are the last to find out anything. Um, I told her about the change showing up to my seller central management page. Um, that morning, yesterday morning when we talked, I said, that's what happens. Things get dumped on us with no um, no warning, no, no help, no nothing. And we are expected to pivot 180 and change things that yet again. And I sent her screenshots of that too. Um, I then talked to her about how um, uh, a member, at least one member of our group um, has an Amazon loan and has asked for some sort of forbearance on that loan, meaning, you know, reduced interest, delayed payment, whatever, because they can't send products into Amazon. And that that person got a basically tough answer. Um, And she was shocked at that. And I said, so basically Amazon has said, you have to pay the money you owe us, but you are not allowed to send in things to sell on our platform. And that one got her, I said, I said, her name was Alana. I said, Alana, that may not be illegal what they're doing, but it is certainly unethical. It is certainly unethical. And the fact that the prime is now at 0.25% and they are not willing to do anything to help people who took out loans based on their ability to sell products on Amazon. Um, So that one got her attention. And the person who was, is in the middle of this mess um, was kind enough to send me the emails that they got back from Amazon when they asked about this. And I blacked out um, any names. I left the Amazon person's name on it, but the group member's name and their case numbers that were on this email, so nothing can be traced back um, to them, sent her that link. Um, And then she talked about what could Amazon do to help us as third-party sellers. And I said, well, besides the obvious, let us sell um, send in things. And I realized that that's not going to happen soon. I said, the other thing that Amazon is doing that seems, uh, unethical at a minimum to, to us is they are hogging the buy box for products they do not have in stock and not suppressing, but putting our merchant fulfilled offers at the bottom of the pile. And I sent her a link on one of my products. Um, that I know this vendor will not sell to Amazon. And this is what killed me. They will not, I know this person, she's a one person business, she will not. Um, they. I have stuff now merchant fulfilled because I'm out of stock at Amazon. Amazon has the buy box with due in stock on April 31st. 30th, not 31st, sorry, April 30th. Um, but they will never get this product in stock. That is unconscionable. That is unethical. That might, I don't know, I'm not a lawyer, but it should be illegal. So they are hiding the order, the ability to buy from us by saying they're gonna get it in six weeks and you should buy it from them. Let's hope that our customers are smarter than that. Um, when I could sell, uh, ship it and they could have it in just a few days, but that one was, she was a bit shocked by that too. And she says, I had no idea any, this goes on. I had no idea that Amazon treated you this way and that's how it works. And she says, and I thought that was interesting. She says, I belong to a Facebook group for Amazon flex drivers. So whether that means she's in there just for fun or she drives flex because she and her husband live in San Francisco, which is usually expensive. I think it's probably the latter. Um, she says they are begging for flex drivers um, uh, there. So that Amazon is, is looking for people to deliver. And she says, but I had no idea that they, um, that they were um, only restricting products, first of all, from their third-party sellers. They are trying to get these products in their warehouses that they won't allow us to send in. Um, and then, um, then they are basically hamstringing our ability to, um, to sell them. They're making it much harder to find. I mean, the Amazon product page is such a mess now that I have to look at it three times to figure out where to buy something. You know, if I don't want to buy, who's in the buy box? Um, it, it's not an easy thing to do. So, um, I think that's all we talked about, um, I'm going to keep her in the loop on things I get from Amazon because of this. Oh, and she also asked, why don't more Amazon third-party sellers speak out? And I said, because we're afraid of retribution. Um, I said, is that simple? I said, we can wake up to morning and our Amazon account can be shut down and they don't have to explain why. They can hold our money, they can hold our products, and they don't have to tell us why. So that's why people don't speak out. I said, but at this point, I'm willing to because what they are doing is not right for us as 30 party sellers. And it's not right for customers either to try to, to hijack buy boxes with products that they will never ever get. It's almost like they're trying to put us out of business. I mean, maybe I'm being overreactive. I don't see anything in the, in the chat, but, um, that's how I feel. It's almost like they're trying to get rid of us. Um, Eleanor said, I hate that if it weren't for how many, we could not see how many items. Yeah, well, I know they're never going to get this item because Angela is never going to sell it to them. So um, it's nice to have to be able to uh, adamantly state that to someone that you know what's going to happen. So, um, that's an, about the article. I don't know when it's going to come out. Um I I have a feeling it will be a couple days cuz she has to fact check things. I'm sure she's not just a fly, you know, fly by night um um reporter who's going to take just my word for it without double checking what I've said, which is fine, but I know I haven't said anything that isn't true and I have given her documentation that will help back up what I've said on things so she can she can do that sort of research. Um, and I will post in the group um, when it's published. I don't know if it's just gonna be on their online um, um, or in the actual physical magazine. I didn't, I didn't ask that, um, and it really doesn't matter. Um, I am a big magazine fan, but I get very few actual paper magazines anymore. Um, Shelly asked "Does the reporter, know third party sellers make up over 50%. She sure does. Cause I said it about 20 times. Um, and she ended up calling Amazon a, um, she says, is Amazon a democracy? And I said, oh, heck no. Where do you get that idea, Alana? No, it's like this big brother behemoth, you know, an oligarchy, whatever you want to call it. It is the, um the furthest thing from a democracy of any sort. And I talked to her about about how Amazon silos their teams where one team doesn't know what the other was doing. And I said, that is probably why this page rolled out to a bunch of people now in the middle of a coronavirus thing where we're all struggling to just keep our heads above water That they thought that this was a good time to roll this out. And I said, I'm guessing over the next few days, there will be a whole bunch of other stupid stuff rolled out changes that make no difference. Um, When we did get the um, The email in the afternoon that Amazon is uh, stopping long term storage fees. Um, I did send that to her because I did mention in the interview that we are still having to pay fees on things that are sitting there that we can't get removed. You know, and I explained how when a customer returns something, it goes back to the warehouse and then we have to, to call it back to us. And I said, that's not happening now and we are paying fees on that. She says, oh, I wondered about those fees. She says, when do you pay fees to Amazon? Well, I said, every time you breathe or say the word Amazon. Um, and I explained about how um, we pay inbound shipping fees, we pay storage fees, we pay pick and pack fees, we pay weight-based fees. And I said, pretty much you can estimate that a third of the selling price of an item is going to Amazon fees. And that one kind of shocked her too, um, that she didn't realize it was that high. And she asked if we, um, when we merchant fulfill things, ship them themselves, does Amazon pay for that shipping? i said oh we can only wish i said no that's right out of our pocket i said we can buy the shipping through amazon um and we know that they get a commission on that but they don't pay for it it comes out of our pocket so hopefully we've got an ear with somebody who will listen to the real world of third-party sellers not just post about someone who buys up 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer as a third party seller because right now that's the only media third party sellers are getting and it's terrible it's 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 not the way it should be you know they need to look at third party sellers who are supporting families in a in a honorable business fashion you know the the one person third party sellers who are running their business from their spare bedroom, but making, you know, a living and, and all of that. Um, and I also mentioned to her about, about how just uh, self-employed people in general are being left out of this conversation in a lot of places politically too. And she said she's very aware of that one. So that's good. Um, Jennifer says she's too paranoid to answer the polls on Seller Central. I do, I do. But one thing I do know is even though they say they're confidential, they're not. Because I got a phone call from somebody in a department that said, we see you answered a poll about this and we want to know why you're having this kind of issue. So they are not uh, confidential no matter what they say. And boy, I said something to this person. I said, you know, when we take those polls, it said that our answers are confidential and they aren't, are they? You know, and they didn't say anything, you know, cause they got busted, but anyway. Um, um, yeah, and Eleanor says they need to know about third party sellers that are not price gouging or selling items that they, yeah, it's, yeah. And Shelly says she answers every poll. I do too, I do too. I, this is one I'm willing to stick my neck out for because I'm not saying anything that's not true. And if I have um, evidence that what I'm saying is true, if I've experienced it myself, um, then I'm willing to stick my neck out now. And I i did tell her that. I said, I'm at the point where I'm still afraid every morning when I wake up and look at Seller Central to make sure I haven't been suspended um, for no reason, because I am the most buy the book seller you can imagine. And I explained to her about that, about how you know people who are running upfront honorable businesses still fear this every morning you know every morning so um i wouldn't be scared to answer them because the more scared we are the more they can get away with that's how i kind of feel now it's at the point that they've scared everybody into silence um even just answering a poll but if you answer honestly and truthfully how you feel then that's all you can do but we have to let them know what it's like because i am i told her about the um the conference that ellie and martha and jen and i went to and i can't remember if any other group members were there there was there was two more but i can't remember who it is right now i'm looking at the picture um in my head that we took of all of the group members who were there about that conference and how it was a real wake-up call that one hand doesn't know what the other is doing And um, to um, the other thing is that um, they don't really know how their third party sellers work, especially those who buy wholesale. Um, They know how their private label sellers work or their brand owner sellers work, but they have no idea how this community works. They just are are totally clueless. Wendy asks, what is the reporter gonna do with the interview? Well, she's a reporter for Time Magazine, so I'm assuming it's gonna be published in Time Magazine. That's all I can assume. And um, as far as what Amazon will do, I have no clue either. So that's all I can say. I got my view out there and the view of a lot of you who messaged me about the issues. Um, And that's all we can do. We can only do what we can do right now. And we do the best we can and um, somebody asked how she found me. She found me through Paul Rafelson, the tax attorney in the group, um, is how she found me. So that's that's how. So I appreciate him giving me the opportunity to, to have a platform and um, tell her what it's like in the trenches here. So let's uh, move on to a little bit of eBay stuff. And um, I'm going to tell you the honest truth about eBay. Um, how much I know, how much I don't know, and point you to some places where you can learn more. One is I've been selling on eBay since eBay started, since it was Auction Web, I believe was the name of it. I can't even remember now. Um, so that's... Um, so I've been selling on a long time, but I have to say the past 10 years, I have really just been treading water on eBay. Um, the um, The whole... Uh eBay has changed a lot in those 10 years I've been treading water. I've been keeping up enough to know what I'm doing. I the basic rules and all that, but all those really detailed things like I know Amazon now, like the back of my hand, I do not know anymore on eBay. So I'm gonna tell you what I know and then I'm gonna tell you where to go to find more. Well, I'll tell you where to go first. Kathy Terrell has a fabulous eBay selling group. Um it's in it's very much like our group in that it is a positive oriented group, but you can also tell talk about problems, but it's not a whiny group. That's so. I will post that link to her group in our group when this is over. Um, I think for uh, the average eBay seller, um, it's a really good group. Um, The thrifting board, um, Jason's group um, is good, especially if you're a thrifter and, I'm, I can imagine all those thrifters with all those boxes and boxes of things they haven't listed are now listing um, because th- they can't really go out thrifting anymore. So that's another one, especially if that's your, um, your uh, orientation. Both of those groups are free. Um, I'm a member of both of them, and they're, they're uh, two of the few groups I look at every day. Um, yeah, and Kathy's in New York city, so she is feeling the brunt of it right now. And she has eBay's ear on a lot of things. Um, so, ah, Carolyn put it up there. I will put it up as a separate one too. It's eBay selling basics, but she's far more than basic. So don't let that, um, uh, rule you out. If I have a question, I go look there. Um, so here's what I know about eBay. Um, stuff still sells. I sell, a few things every day on eBay. Um, eBay seller support is far superior to Amazon support. Like they actually know what they're doing and they actually help, which is kind of a shock. I had to call, um, uh, call them on, somebody wanted to cancel something and I didn't know an order and I didn't know how to do it. So I went on help and they call you back and she got it taken care of in like three minutes it's like gee painless how simple some some seller support that actually works so i give them a shout out to that um so um oh carolyn says there's two groups one for basics and a regular one okay and i thank you carolyn this is um kathy is it terrell or terrell t-e-r-r-i-l-l um is uh the person so um that's my go-to place and oh my gosh thalia your thing just scrolled off my page um, if you could post it again i knew you had a question and i want to answer it but i can't see it anymore um, so if you could post it again i will answer it was about, it was something about starting on ebay so um ebay costs nothing to start up um it is fairly simple to list Especially if you have items with a UPC that you scan in and comes up with most of the details, that's pretty brilliant. Makes it really quick and easy to list. Um, As far as starting, I would just say start, pick something, pick anything at home, start. I wouldn't worry about getting a store now. Um, I think you just need to get some listings under your belt and get them up. Um, A couple suggestions, I do free shipping I have done it forever, but I build my shipping cost into the price of my item. Um, I also do best offers, which means somebody could say, I'll give you 20 bucks for that $900 item. You know, yeah, they can, and they will some of them, but, um, but I find I do a lot of sales that way. And eBay has a, um. Ah, okay, I'm gonna back up before this disappears. Thalia wants to know what conversation we need to have with suppliers if we wanna put product on eBay. Okay, I'll remember that. Let me finish the, the my listing thing. I do best offer, but there is also a place in, in on the listing page where when you enable the best offer, you can automatically accept a best offer if it's above a certain amount and automatically decline if it's below a certain amount so i set both of those and i find the vast majority of my best offers now are at a price at or more than i'm willing to take so they automatically go through and you don't have to respond to them that saves you a lot of um a lot of time um in setting up this thing if you have the auto accept and the auto decline and then those ones that fall in the middle you can then think about like if it something that, yeah, I I'm okay with getting rid of it for this price, then, you know, you can decide at that point. Um, so that's the two things I do. Um, I have now started sending offers to people who are watching my items and that's a function on your, your active listing page. Um, which I think is really, really nice. And I made a sale from that yesterday. Um, I had a watcher on something and I sent them an offer and they accepted it and it was somewhere slightly below what I had as best offer except, but the item had been sitting long enough and I think ready to move, um, move on with cash, you know, instead of just having stuff sit here. So, um, Thalia's question about what kind of conversation do we need to have? Um, My, I, if you're new and bringing new products and you're not sure, um, my guess is probably if they've allowed you to sell on Amazon, that they will eBay. And I would just drop them a note and say, based on the fact that we cannot ship product into Amazon, I'm looking to move some products to eBay. What I would reassure them is that you're gonna hold map pricing if that's in effect. Um, I would also, I do all of mine buy it now. And I think that make might make your vendors more comfortable if they're buy it now listings. So basically they are just like, it's another marketplace. It's not this bidding war. And whatever you feel would make them more comfortable in allowing you to, um, to move these products over. Um, I think they would appreciate the heads up and, um, and if you sell more at a price that is acceptable to them, then that's a win-win for both of you, because now you have a second marketplace for those products too. So um, one thing, if you're gonna move on to eBay um, a little more is make sure you have packing materials, um, which are probably not easy to come by now since um, a lot of us can't leave the house, go looking for them. Um, I'm saving all the boxes that come in from Amazon stuff, break them down. They get put in a big box in the garage. So I have a big file of boxes and and eBay does have um, um, uh, stickers about we're using this box, you know, to save the environment, it's being recycled. You can find those to buy them on eBay or you can make them yourself. And I'm gonna start making them myself. Um, Just say, you know, I'll I'll steal the wording but just print them out on my my printer and stick them on there. I think people would appreciate it. Um so Sharon says there's also a group that Kathy has called online selling, nothing but online selling. That's one I didn't know about. So I will get all three links together. And I think I rec I do recommend because the attitude in the groups is really good. Um she's, she has a very positive attitude and she does have eBay's ear on things, you know? Um, oh, Ron's listening. Gee, Ron. Um, yeah. He says he's disinfecting with Lysol spray. Yeah. We have a a can of Lysol spray by the door and spray the boxes off. Um, then I open them up downstairs, um, and get, and take the boxes out to the garage. Um, but, um, Sarah is saying we haven't had any issues with suppliers except for one who limited us to only sell our, 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 on our own website. Most of our products have maps. So there isn't a race to the bottom. That's great. Those are perfect, um, uh, items to move over. And, um, Sarah says, I was wondering if we should put something in the listing saying that recycled boxes and bags. I don't recycle bags that I want fresh bags um i do reuse bubble wrap if it's in good shape but i do think there i think you don't want to reuse bags but reuse the boxes definitely i haven't put anything on my listing and i've i've not ever put this sticker on before i'm just going to start with the sticker but i don't think it could hurt it certainly could hurt you could make some you know we're earth friendly we're an earth friendly company whenever poss- possible we reuse or recycle shipping supplies something like that you know make it a positive statement in using it um um, so um there you go uh shelley says you can use peanuts with ebay but i hate peanuts so please don't sell um anything that um has peanuts in it to me um yeah, I, I just, I put them in a bag if you're gonna use them. So they, when you live in a real dry climate, Shelly, you probably have this issue. They stick to everything when you open it up. The bubble bags that Amazon mails in, if they're in good shape, yeah, I don't see why not. You know, give them a wipe down. I don't see a problem with that. Unfortunately, most of the stuff I get now is in those stupid paper ones that aren't really bubbled. They If you tear them wrong, they've got that white powdery stuff in there. I would not reuse those. They're terrible to begin with, and they'd probably be even worse the second time around. But if they're the the bubble bags, I would take a paper cutter and cut the end off neatly, um, and um, reuse those. Clean them up. Ours come so dirty because you know the roads are dusty around here and everything. Because there's so many rural roads, um, that make sure they're clean and do put a sticker on saying that you know we're earth friendly. Um, and we are um, trying to um, pre- to reuse as much as we can. Um, I I have one supplier that packs really neatly and lots of bubble wrap and I love it because I use every inch of that stuff. So um, Sandra, I assuming you hate those those brown bag things they're horrible. you know they're just horrible and when they put books in them, it's even worse because then the corners are all crunched up and and all of that so. Um, Sarah, I'm writing a note to put the wording on those eBay stickers in the group. Um, I'm getting my trusty red notebook out right here. And so I'm gonna put links to all of Kathy's groups in the group. And then I'm going to put um, the sticker wording um, in the group um, also. So um, so none of us uh, have to go do it. One person can go do it and um, and find the the wording to use and i'm just going to print it out on my zebra printer it doesn't have to be fancy um and i'm going to cut the little bit off the end that says only for use by UPS" ps um, and be done with it um because yeah that's what i'm going to do so there you go um I don't know if you guys do that too, but sometimes I cheat and use the UPS Dymo or zebra labels and cut the part off the bottom that says for UPS only. Um, I have some vendors of mine who don't even bother doing that. They'll ship it FedEx and they still use that label and they don't even bother cutting it off. So um, anyway, um, so that's, so eBay, yeah, take your own pictures unless you are selling brand new items and then you can use stock photos white background is not um, necessary but an uncluttered background don't just put it on your bed and take a picture of it you know at least set it up so it looks decent i've been buying a lot on ebay um, in the past few weeks um, since i can't go to my local sewing machine store to buy uh, new presser feet for my sewing machine. So I've been buying a lot and God, there is, I won't buy from the ones with really crummy pictures because I can't tell are there scratches on the bottom of this or whatever. So just take, um, take good pictures. Um, And my kind of thing is use a consistent background because I have a couple sellers I'm following now that they use a very particular you know, not obtrusive, but distinctive background in their pictures. And I can tell right away when I'm scrolling through a whole list of stuff that that's theirs and I go look at them. Um, Just, it might help with repeat business. And funny, one of those was someone that Ellie and I knew from an online selling group from at least 10 years ago. And I didn't know it was them until I got the shipping confirmation. And they had changed their store name so I didn't recognize them, but I knew their name and the town they lived in and they sent the shipping thing. And so I emailed them, are you so-and-so from this group? And they said, oh my God, yes, we are. I said, that's a small world. So now I look for theirs, their backgrounds as I'm looking through the list of stuff. So get good pictures. Ron has 13 webinars out there about pictures. You can skip the ones about white backgrounds, But the ones about lifestyle photos, um, Ellie is fabulous about lifestyle photos. Um, um, She does really wonderful ones. And I think she said she uses her kitchen floor for the background, because it's this beautiful um, wood look ceramic tile, or it may be real wood, I'm not sure. But it's like the perfect grayish color for background, so she uses that for her background, So, um, so yeah. Um, And Sarah says, don't forget if you have an eBay store to order your free supplies, because your coupon, you get a $50 coupon every quarter for eBay shipping supplies, and it runs out on the 31st of March, so make sure you get it done. I now have enough bubble envelopes to float the Titanic, but there you go. Um, They have boxes, they have bubble envelopes, they they have poly envelopes that are not with bubbles, and they have those stickers, about recycling, they have tissue paper, they have tapes. So yeah, if you sign up for your store, um, even the basic level store gets this. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, um, um, that every store level gets these shipping supplies, $50 a quarter, so $200 a year. Um, and Ron says, Shotbox um, that he talks about in one of the, the webinars, the, the Shotbox, that's a brand name. Um, comes or can be purchased with various lifestyle backgrounds. Yeah, they have um, a lot, and I've used them when I sell my stuff on Ravelry, which is a knitting and crocheting um, website. They have a marketplace on there, and some of my returns from Amazon I sell on there, and I use I use ShotBox in their backgrounds to take the pictures of the products. Um, so, and Sandra says Amazon Lightbox works great, also. And Sharon has said, okay, thank you guys, Sharon and Sarah, both um, basic store level gets $25 coupon above that gets 50 premium. I have a premium store. So, Um, so, um, so there you go. $25 is still pretty good. It's better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. Um, and uh, Ron says the shop box he got came with a bunch of backgrounds like brick wall or wood floor. Yeah, I've used the wood floor one cause I liked Ellie, so I kind of stole the wood floor idea. So I think Ellie does use her actual wood floor. Um, and I know Ellie uses the Amazon um, photo app, part of, part of the Amazon seller app. She uses a photo thing on that and it turns out really, really well too. So, um, So for eBay, get going, get started. Um, if you, if you've never bought anything on eBay before, I would suggest buying a few things to see what the, the, um, experience is like on the other side. Um, also I have noticed that, that, um, eBay sellers are really willing to, um, accept make offers now, which is great, um, so buy some things, support, support other small business people there so you can learn a bit about how the whole process works, um, what it's like. Um, the nice thing about eBay for breakable things is you pack it yourself so you can do it right. Um, uh, Wendy says she uses the larger eBay boxes that you can get with your shipping size, to ship to um, Amazon. Um, I used to till they discontinued the 18 by 14 by 12 boxes, but yeah, they've got lots of boxes and all that. Um, Ellie says it's her tile floor in the kitchen, and Judy says take it helps to take square pictures for eBay for consistency. So, um, so that's great. Saunders says their eBay sales have picked up for sure. Sarah says she likes to purchase bulk orders of shipping supplies from eBay. Yeah, that's where I get my bubble wrap and. Um, Cause I don't use a lot, but I use enough that I don't want to buy it through staples or anything. So, so yeah, and look, look for stuff, um, you know, in, in your own life, I've bought things like um, uh, curry seasoning, you know, food products that I can't find anywhere else. So, you know, have a look so you can experience it from the other side, if you're new to it. Fortunately in the group, we have a ton of really experienced um, eBay sellers Um, um There was a podcast we did, um, oh gosh, I don't know how long ago it was with um, the Plines, or Plinus, and I'm sorry if I get that wrong. Um, Both of them were on the podcast and talked about selling on eBay and all that. So look for that one because they are like, they sell a ton on eBay. And they're really, um, really experienced and talked about a lot of issues and all that. But now's the time Now's the time I'm gonna have Ron set up this product he got that he's merchant fulfilling to set up a um, uh, an eBay listing for it because we have all the stuff to ship it out and why not, you know? Um, we'll get that moving along and see what happens. Um, and Ellie says, Poshmark also square photos. Beth uh, uses her wood look tile floor also. Um, um, and Shelly said several eBay sellers carry the hair group that was discontinued by her manufacturer. Yes, I had my Clinique foundation discontinued. And I found someone who had three bottles of it um, still in the correct color and everything last about two, two and a half weeks ago. And so I ordered all three from, from her. So yeah, so it's, it's, good, um, it's good to see how other people do things. Um, the couple that I was buying the sewing machine accessories from have a business card printed up. It has their store name on it and the link to their store name. Is, it says "Thank you for their your business," and then it had a blank line where they wrote in the um, item number on eBay so they could match things up, which I thought was very clever. Um, you could do them on Vistaprint for 10 bucks. And that would, they didn't include a packing slip. This is what they included that had that order number on it. Um, So far less paper than a packing slip and all that. And I am guessing when they listed this item, they wrote the number on there and then it went in their inventory system. However, it was, Um, it was in a a poly bag. Um, uh, a poly bag so then they could just pull it off the shelf when that order number came in, probably filed them by order number. Um, about, uh, Thalia's asking about settings on eBay. Um, I do free shipping, I build the price in. I do one day handling um, just to get that little bump in search that one day handling gives me. Um, but if you find that that might an issue, do two to three day handling um, I do the global shipping program, which means if somebody internationally buys my product, all I have to do is ship it to Kentucky. Um, and then, I, um, then eBay takes it from there. So all you have to worry about building into your price is that shipping to Kentucky price. And then everything else is handled by eBay. I love it. I used to ship all my internationally myself. And finally, I think it was Matt spitzbergen in the group um convinced me to to get on the global shipping program and he was right it makes it really easy to ship internationally that one um is a pretty simple um setting and um you should be good to go on that one um jen says she's selling a lot on poshmark this week excellent excellent so um i think we're about at the hour mark or close. Um, I'm going to watch for questions, roll through. Um, If we do this this way, again, I'm going to figure out how I can get more than four questions to stay on the feed right now so I can answer them. So if I missed any, please post them there Um, while I'm waiting. um, Wendy does international on our own um, customer pay shipping. Wendy, why not try the global shipping program on a few things? Um, just to see, it makes it a lot easier. Um, and, um, Sondra and Ryan say, don't sign up for eBay managed payments as that stops global shipping. I did not know that. Okay. Very good. I did not know that. Carolyn says it's expensive for your buyers to make sure it's worth it. My, most of the stuff is a one to three on but She ships it herself. Yeah. Um, good point. You have to do the math on it. Um, so try it on a few items that may be more expensive. Um, the one, one good thing about it is you will, you will not get, um, any, uh, dings on people complaining about customs and duty because it's all rolled into the price. Um, I've had it where somebody gets, even though I have that wording in my, had my wording in my listings that customers responsible for our customs and duty. I've had nasty emails from people, um, The one especially I remember was in Spain and they got to the post office and had to pay duty on the product. And he was not only nasty, he was like threatening, like, I'm gonna kill you. And he he wrote a word in Spanish that I knew what it meant in English. And it wasn't very nice, you whore, Um, all of this. I'm gonna kill you for making me pay this and all that kind of stuff. And so I did uh, report that to eBay. Um, and they were very responsive instead of like Amazon, well, don't worry about it. Or, you know, their, their typical, um, little stuff. So, um, um, returns, I accept returns and I don't get many, uh, uh, asked about returns. That's kind of a personal preference and I pay for the returns to come back, but I got like one return last year. So it's not an issue for me. It, depending on what you sell, it might be an issue. If you sold like shampoo, cosmetics, all that, I wouldn't accept returns on those because they could be easily opened and tampered with. Um, Sandra, let see, says, we put a note on our listings where I see a lot of global shipping, that will we create a custom listing if they wanna buy more than one. If they be more than one with global shipping, uh, it gets really expensive, but it's cheaper if you create one listing with a bundle. Makes perfect sense. That's brilliant, yeah. It's cause then they don't have to pay the global shipping stuff twice cause you can bundle them together. That's really smart. Um, Sarah asked about advertising on eBay. I just started it yesterday the uh, promoted listings, I believe they call it. We shall see. I just, I did like three items and we'll see. I hadn't done it before, but I thought, okay, three is something I can keep an eye on and control and we'll see. Um, so I would say maybe try one or two things and see how it goes. I would not turn my whole eBay store on until we know more about, or till I know more about it. Um, One thing, um, um, I'm not gonna fool you guys. If I don't know something, I'm not gonna pretend I do. And so I'm one day ahead of the curve now. I just started it yesterday. Um, Sharon says, you can do buyer pays return. You can also do buyer pays for shipping. If a return comes back, the buyer then has to pay for shipping to them and back if they change their mind. If an item is not as described, you have to refund it in the fight with eBay. Yeah. Boy, now you, uh, yeah. And Sondra and Ryan say they promote everything. It helps. And Beth says she has everything at 1%. Um, so you can select the rate, um, like the suggested rate for one of my items was 7.4% and I bumped it down to 3% just to see. Um, you select the rate that um, you are willing to pay on it. Um so, and Sandra and Ryan say they're going to go pull it up, um, so I'm just, I think it, this is an experimenting time, It it is totally, you know, we're flying by the seat of our pants about how things are going to go day to day, and, you know, it's been an hour since uh, we looked at Amazon, or I looked at Amazon News, so something going to changed in the hour we've been here. So, anyway, with that, I will... Um, um, oh, Sarah says, do you turn on the setting where customers can save a certain percentage if they buy more than one item from you? I have tried that yesterday too. That's a new one also. And I tried that on a listing. I an item that, I'll tell you guys what it is, because what the hell. Um, it's a gauge that you measure the size of diamonds with. Okay, it's it's a little metal thing. and And I sell a ton of these to pawn shops. Like 99% of them have... Pawn shop in the name, or something that lets you know that they're a pawn shop. Um, and um, I'm I tried it on that one because sometimes I get orders for two or three or four because they want one at every station at the pawn shop. So I'm going to try that out on that one and see what happens. Um, because it's it's all a big experiment right now. Thalia, um, the rate that you pay for the sponsored ad or prom- I've gotten sponsored ads. No, it's promoted listings on eBay. You select a rate you're willing to pay, and um, you'll see that when you go to set it up, it'll give you what the trending rate is for that category, but you can change it um, and choose what you want to pay. Um, so let's see, Sharon says they do 10% off a second or more items purchased in the same order. That's what I'm gonna set up to on this thing and see what happens. Um, because this item weighs an ounce, so I can you know put four of them and send it in a bubble envelope for the same price I can send one. So I'm going to give that a try. Um, and Sarah says, can you do a picture of your shipping settings in the group like you did for Amazon Merchant Fulfilled? Yes, I can. I am making a note right now. Um, yeah, because I've ruled out some countries um, where certain items can't be sent, you know, and you got to know those things. The so global shipping should take care of a lot of that. So I'm guessing this is just for um, domestic shipping, what I have set. So I will do that. I've making made a note. So I've got, correct me if I'm wrong, I got three things I need to put in the group. I need to put, the links for Kathy's three groups. Um, I need to put the wording for the stickers, the recycled stickers and a a picture of my shipping settings. And if there's anything else that I've forgotten, um, private message me or, yeah, private message is easier. So I will then um, get it done. So um, if you guys are ready, I'm ready. I will sign off. I will figure out how to make sure this sticks in the group um, and it's like learning every day, isn't it? So thank you guys for watching. I appreciate it very, very much for putting up with the talk shoe mess this morning and, and flying with it this time and, and doing it. So thanks a bunch guys. Bye-bye.